chapter 18, Proverbs chapter 18. If you're physically able, go ahead and stand with me, and we're going to read several verses here together. We're continuing our Bible study uh, as we're uh, looking at living life, living life. And so just looking at several different uh, principles that we can glean from God's Word to help us as we're on this journey called life. And, you know, we, we end up having uh, life goes on and you get, uh, you get married and relationships start and you find all kinds of things that you didn't know that you didn't know. Uh, then you have children and you really find out things that you didn't know. Uh, and, you know, but all through life we find uh, areas that we wish somebody would have stopped and just taught us about. You know, God's Word is that way. God's Word is wisdom. Uh, That's what I was preaching to the kids about in chapel today. And God's Word is that wisdom. And he, He wants us to have that wisdom, that instruction. And that's why He has given us the Word of God. That's why the book of Proverbs was given. Uh, we see that in Proverbs uh, 1, 5. Uh, but tonight, Proverbs chapter 18, verse number 4. I'll start on verse 4. Uh, join me on 5, and we'll read responsively down through verse number 8. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. It is not good to accept the person of the wicked to overthrow the righteous in judgment. A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calleth for strokes. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost part of the belly. In life, we battle with different things. We battle with this thing called the tongue. James talks about the tongue. It is a world of iniquity. Uh, it is, it's an unruly evil that no man can tame. And when we feel like we have our tongue under control, it lets us know that we don't. And in a church and in relationships where as a church like ours, we have so many things going on, Christian school and uh, events and ministries, and uh, we are together often. And we see each other at our best, and we also see each other at our worst. You know what the devil wants to do? He wants to destroy. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And one way he does that is this thing called gossip. Gossip. You know, nothing will destroy a church faster than gossip. It is, it is such a divisive tool. And nowadays, gossip is not just person to person. Now gossip is screen to screen. Things that you would never open up your mouth and say to another person. Pretty bold behind a keyboard. Pretty bold behind a screen, computer. 
And so tonight we're going to look at handling gossip. Handling gossip. Not only do we need to know how to handle it for ourselves to keep ourselves from gossiping, we also need to know how to handle it when it comes our way. You know, there are things that will come your direction that will never come my direction. You know what the mature believer is supposed to do? They're supposed to know how to deal with that. But if we don't know how to handle it, we might find ourselves being influenced. We might find ourselves partaking, being a part of something that uh, the devil would use to cause disunity. And so uh, definitely an area that we can all grow in. And so handling gossip. Father, I pray that you'd help us tonight. Uh, a area that just seems like it would just be very easy to, uh, to quell, to stop. Uh, but Lord, the, uh, the tongue is an unruly evil. And I pray that you would help us to guard our tongues. Help us to uh, be the uh, believer that you would want us to be. Help us to be mature and to know how to deal with uh, this, uh, this area of life. And so help us tonight. May we be strengthened in our faith, please, for Christ's sake. Amen. You can be seated. Gossip is an area where everyone is guilty. Everyone is guilty. And uh, there, we have all said something about somebody that we should not have said. And that's what gossip is. It's that, that telling of something uh, that is destructive, uh, hurtful. It may have been in jest, but there was still that spreading of something that was hurtful. Uh, but some people, they find joy in sharing things about others. They find joy in that. Uh, things that would be hurtful to get out, things that would injure somebody's character, things that would hurt a reputation, things that should not be spoken of. And, and in this area of, uh, of gossip, uh, it, is, it is something that we've got to learn how to deal with uh, to where we can uh, follow some biblical principles uh, that would help us. Now, one would think that being in church, you would be safe from talebearers. But that's not the case. There, there is not a, uh, there's, there, there isn't a place outside sinful nature until we get to heaven. The best of people are people at best. And so we would, we would wish that we would not have any of that. Uh, but talebearers and strife, uh, it's everywhere. And so we want to make sure that we are uh, creating an environment where that is not fostered. It is not an environment uh, where that can continue to grow. Uh, when you go into a hospital, you will find that the temperature is cold. 
You know why? Because they do not want to have an environment where bacteria can easily grow. And so they do a lot of things to be able to try to make it harder for that bacteria to grow. Now, the same thing uh, with, with church. We, sh- we have to work at making sure that we do not have an environment that is conducive for gossip uh, to continue. And so uh, years ago, I was told that one cannot change the heart of a tailbearer but one can take away their audience. You can't change the heart of the tailbearer, but you can take away their audience. You might not have the ability to control what they choose to say, but you can control whether or not they're going to say it to you. So uh, we, we, need to, we need to look at this. What is gossip? Let's go back to Leviticus chapter number 19. And I knew that we were going to have four men pray tonight. I'm still planning on getting out at a decent time, sometime before 9 o'clock. Uh, so don't worry about that. Uh, I am watching the clock. You don't have to. Leviticus chapter 19. Let's look at verse 16. Leviticus 19, 16. Thou shalt not go up and down as a talebearer among thy people, neither shalt thou stand against the blood of thy neighbor. I am the Lord. And so uh, going up and down as a talebearer, uh, the, the attitude of a talebearer, the actions of a talebearer, they are going up and down. They are going everywhere to share uh, a, a tale. Uh, Proverbs 11, and I'm not going to give you time to, uh, to turn to all these if you want to jot them down. Proverbs eleven thirteen, a talebearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth a matter. Uh, Proverbs eighteen eight, the words of a talebearer are as wounds; they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Proverbs twenty verse nineteen, he that goeth about as a talebearer revealeth secrets; therefore meddle not with him that flattereth with his lips. Proverbs twenty six twenty. Where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no talebearer, the strife ceaseth. Uh, Proverbs 26, 22, the words of a talebearer are as wounds. They go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Uh, so that verse is repeated again. Uh, Ezekiel 22, 9, in thee are men that carry tales to shed blood. And in thee, they eat upon the mountains, and in the midst of thee, they commit uh, lewdness. Uh, 2 Thessalonians 3.11 talks about the busybodies, 1 Timothy 5.13, with all they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but tattlers also in busybodies, speaking things which they ought not. And over and over and over again in Scripture, we see how uh, this talebearer, uh, this uh, individual that is uh, a slanderer, uh, we find that a talebearer is a slanderer. Uh, uh, Numbers 40, uh, 14.36, And the men which Moses sent to search out the land who returned and made all the congregation to murmur against him by bringing up a slander upon the land. 
a slander. Uh, 2 Samuel 19, 27, he hath slandered thy servant unto my Lord the king. Uh, Psalm 31, 13, I have heard thy, the slander of many. And so we see this uh, talebearer being used, but we also see this slander uh, being used as well. And so with that, we find talebearer, we find tales, we find tattlers, busybodies, and slanderers. And so these are all uh, individuals that are a part of this, this thing called gossip. And with the verses that we looked at, uh, we, we listed 16 verses. Uh, and with those 16 verses, uh, it's, it's obvious that we are not to gossip. We're not to have any part of it. And so, uh, so we look at this. What, are, what is this gossip? Gossip is the telling of tales. It is the sharing of words that are slanderous, that are defaming, that are demeaning, hurtful, and sinful. So that's when you look at a gossip, uh, that's what that is referring to. Uh, Revelation 12:10. And I heard a loud voice in heaven, now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before God day and night. Now Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Sometimes people will say, well, I wasn't gossiping, it was true. Now, the Bible says that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Notice what it does not say. It does not say that he is the false accuser of the brethren. We get this idea, well, if it's true, it's not gossip. That is false. And here, Satan, the Hebrew word uh, uh, for devil, uh, is accuser. Uh, the Hebrew word Satan, uh, it means to oppose, to obstruct, to accuse. Uh, it literally means adversary uh, in the Septuagint and the Hebrew uh, translation of the New Testament, and so that's called the Septuagint, uh, and in that, uh, it's the word diabolos. Uh, and so, 36 times, Satan is called the accuser. The accuser. And so, uh, he is the accuser. We are not to be like him in any way, shape, or form. Pastor, you don't know what he did. God knows what he did. I am not their judge. Are we their judge? No, God is their judge. So, so here we, we see several things. He is the accuser. We're not to be like him. Uh, several things, just for, I'm going to run through them quick so I can uh, get through the, the message here. Number one, gossip can be false. Gossip can be false. There are, there are things that are said about somebody that is not true. And gossip can be false information. It can be misconstrued. It does not mean that the gossiper feels like it's false. 
They might totally be convinced that what they're saying, they might believe what they're saying is true, but it could still be false. It, it could be misconstrued, misconceived. Uh, it can be misrepresented. Uh, the information, uh, information is needed to cause strife. The devil wants there to be strife. You know, the Bible says, only by pride cometh contention. So every time that there is strife, there's a revelation, a manifestation of pride. And that's what, that's what God says. So strife, division, discord. The devil uses that accusation. He uses that information to try to drive a wedge. Uh, gossip, number one, can be false. Number two, gossip can be true. Gossip can be true. Go to Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. You and I are to be growing in our faith. And if we're going to be growing in our faith, that means as our faith gets stronger, our flesh gets weaker. As we draw closer to light, we are farther away from darkness. So, so with this, if we are going to learn how to deal with uh, sinful behavior, if we're going to be able to deal with this, we've got to be maturing in our faith. And when somebody comes to you gossiping, they might come to you and they might just be an immature believer. They just don't know. But if you're saved and you, are, you have grown in your faith, you have a responsibility to deal with that. Galatians chapter 6, verse number 1. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, now notice here, if a man be overtaken in a fault, this, this is written to the brethren regarding something true about somebody. He's going to tell us how to deal with that. If a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Skip down to verse number 10. He said, as we therefore have opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Nowhere here does he say to spread this. He says, restore them. Restore. He, doesn't, he didn't say beat them up with it. He doesn't say that we have to spread it. Hey, did you hear about so? No, that, that is not supposed to be the response. The response, if somebody's overtaken in a fault, it is not to spread it to everybody else, it's to restore that believer. That is the spiritual thing to do. Not to talk about it. So gossip, number one, can be false. Gossip, number two, can be true. Number three, gossip is always divisive. 
Gossip is always divisive. Psalm 50, verse 20, Thou sittest and speakest against thy brother, thou slanderest thine own mother's son. Here, it's, it's, it will divide. And that is, that is not God's plan. God isn't looking to divide. He's not, he's not looking for the church to be divided. He wants there to be unity. Uh, Proverbs 6, 14. Frowardness is in his heart. He deviseth mischief continually. He soweth discord. He soweth discord. And that's, that's what a slanderer does. That's what a talebearer does. That's what a gossip does. They sow discord. And that seed of discord, it can grow and spread and it can cause so much damage. Now, Proverbs six nineteen, a false witness that speaketh lies and he that soweth discord among the brethren. These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are abomination unto him. Uh, the Lord hates this. Uh, this is abomination to God. And so uh, being a gossip. Uh, so this is something that's very divisive. Uh, number four, gossip is a result of pride. Psalm 101.5. Whoso privily slandereth his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that hath an high look and a proud heart, will not I suffer. God says, I, I, I don't, I don't abide with that. Uh, he, he says that we are not to slander the neighbor. He says, him will I cut off. And that cut off is not, is not talking about killing. It's talking about a separation. It's talking about uh, setting aside. Uh, and God doesn't want us to slander. And so with that, how can I handle this area of gossip? Number one, refuse to think on the problems of others. Refuse to think on the problems of others. You know, if you, if you decide to look at my weaknesses, my failures, you don't have far to look. And neither does others with you. It's easy to become judge of somebody else. Being that armchair quarterback. Well, he should have done it this way. And if we're not careful, we can get sucked into becoming negative, becoming a gossip. You know why? Because we are thinking about other people's problems. Go to Philippians chapter 4. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians. I'm not going to have it up on the screen. Philippians chapter 4. And look with me at verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are uh, just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Think on these things. We've got to learn how to control our mind. If I'm not going to be a gossip, I better not think about what I see in other people. 
Because you start seeing something, you start thinking about it, pretty soon it's coming out. So refuse to think on the problems of other people. Someone once said, great minds talk about ideas. Good minds talk about things. Weak minds talk about people. So refuse to think on the problems of people. Number two, refuse to listen to those who speak slanderously. Refuse. A pastor, they're my friend. They're not your friend if they are poisoning you. Uh, Let me see here. Let me go back to a verse here. Going down into the innermost parts of the belly. Where is that? Uh, Proverbs 18.8. The words of a talebearer are as wounds. Going down into the innermost part of the belly. The words of the talebearer go into your ears and down into the innermost parts of your belly. The talebearer is injuring you. They are poisoning you. Years ago, I had somebody come into the office for counseling. And they came in and the husband looks at me and said, Pastor, he said, she's trying to kill me. And I'm thinking, okay, where are we going here? And he goes, she's trying to poison me. And I'm like, trying to poison you? He says, yeah. He says, I'll get my drink and there's, there's, this, there's this toxic smell in my drink and it tastes like chemicals. And I look over at her and, and when I look back over at her, she looks at me and she says, preacher, but he's been so mean to me. She was poisoning his food. Poisoning. Fiction has nothing on reality. I'm telling you. <laughs> and, and with that, you know what that tailbearer is? They're poisoning you. He said, well, I'm trying to help them. No, you listening to them is poisoning you. You say, well, it doesn't doesn't affect me. How's your spirit? How's your spirit? Well, you know, people just, they just know who they can talk to. No, they know who they can poison. If people keep coming to you with toxic things, you've set out a radar. Go ahead, bring me all of it. You know why they don't bring it to me? You know why? Because I'm not going to listen to it. Years ago, I heard a preacher say, this is an ear. It's not a dumpster. Take your garbage somewhere else. He said, oh, that's so offensive. You'll hurt somebody's feelings. I'd rather hurt their feelings than be poisoned. Amen. Amen. You know how to stop a talebearer? You know how to stop a gossip? Brother, brother uh, Brian, come here. You know, you have somebody that is gossiping and they go to tell you something and uh, let's say that you're going to say something about Brother Stephen. Oh, man, I got to tell you. 
By himself? Oh, let's go talk to him. Uh, uh, oh, you got a question? Uh, that's really good. And now's not a time, you know. It'll stop. Right. Right. That will stop. If they have a problem, if they have a problem with the preacher, bring him to the preacher. They have a problem with the Sunday school teacher, take him to the Sunday school teacher. They have a problem with the school teacher, take him to the school teacher. They have a problem with another brother or sister in Christ, take them to that individual. You know why? Because it'll stop. It'll stop. And that is not hurting them, that is helping them. If they really wanted the person to be helped, they would not have come to you. Unless you are in a position to fix the problem. Now, if you're in the position to fix the problem and they come to you with the problem, then listen to the problem. Uh, There's a policy that I have even with our staff. Even staff, we're meeting, uh, and if we, have, if we have a student that gets in trouble or there's a student that they're uh, struggling with something, we never mention names, even among the staff. You know why? Because I don't want somebody using uh, somebody's name and then that causing another staff person to start looking at them through skewed eyes. Even when you are in a position to handle an issue, you still have to guard yourself. Gossip is destructive. Pastor, are you preaching on it because we've got problems? No, we don't. As far as I know, we don't have issues with this at all. Have we had it in the past? Yes, we have. And it's something that, causes division. Praise the Lord, we don't have issues with that right now. But let's not allow it to happen. Ye which are spiritual. You know what? We don't get spiritual just by taking in information. It's the practical application of that that knowledge. You and I have to take the truths that God gives to us, these principles, we put them into practice in our life and then we are able to live how the Lord would want us to live. You know what we're doing? We're protecting ourselves, protecting our family. You know what happens? Somebody says something to mama. Well, you know, I don't keep any secrets from my husband and now she poisons her husband. You know, all this, all these ways that gossip gets spread, we do it as though it's some honorable way of spreading information. You know how much dirt I hear? (laughs) You don't want to know. If I went home and told Deb, I would destroy her. Man, she's my cheerleader. I can't, af- I can't afford to get her down. 
Your spouse, don't hurt them. You hear something, give it back to God. If you're not in a position to fix it, just give it to God. But don't share it. Don't share it with your family. Don't share it with your spouse, your kids. And there's a whole lot that our kids hear because mom and dad talk. They're listening. Oh, they're not listening. They're playing. No, they're listening. Yeah. Sunday night, kids are in church on Sunday nights. They're in kids club tonight, uh, but uh, Wednesday nights. But uh, they're, they're in here, and moms and dads, uh, they don't think the kids are paying attention. Preacher, they're, they're, they need to have some program for themselves because uh, all they're doing is coloring and fiddling around, and they're not listening. And then all of a sudden, you and your, your spouse are talking. Well, that's not what pastor said. You didn't think they were listening, but they were. They're listening. And there's a whole lot of young believers that are watching. We better make sure that we are not having an environment that is conducive to this area of gossip. It's divisive. It's ungodly. And we've got to guard our tongue. Father, I pray that you'd help us. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the principles that we glean uh, from it. And I pray that you would help us as we grow in our faith, uh, help us truly to apply uh, what we learn. And may uh, you use it and use us uh, to be a help and a blessing to others. And Lord, I pray that you would help us to uh, learn how to deal with these areas of gossip, uh, that the devil would be defeated and uh, we would not become a tool uh, that could be used for evil. Heads about eyes closed. I'm not going to have an altar call.